Have you set a course for your life? Do you do that every day? Knowing what you want is intention. Knowing how to get there is a study in conscious action. This is a show about living consciously. It is about our choices, our hopes, our dreams, our work, our loves, our vision, and the practice of healing and becoming. Welcome to Cruising in the Light and Shadow. Hello, I am Sheila Marie, also known as Kicha. And I am Inanna Moon, and welcome. So I am so excited. Um, in my life, I am very grateful that I know so many powerful, strong women. I am I am surrounded, Inanna, right in front of me. So, oh, <laughs> why, thank you. <laughs> and my, my friend, who is a guest today, um, I met her back in 2012, when I first met Laughing House Productions, mm -hmm. and we did a pilot called Live in the Dream. And she, huh. you, you've seen that? Yeah, you've seen it, right? It's yes. on Amazon. Yes. That's right. <laughs> um, and she was brought on, and she directed along with Noel Orput, who was also a guest here. Yes. And she was, she's amazing. So talking to her, watching her work, it, it was it was awesome. And I found out we share the same birth date. So it was like, okay, oh kindred spirits there. Right, yes. So a few years pass. Um, 2016 election happens. <laughs> uh. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I know that it's, it's time for a change. I'm feeling that. Um, right. And the universe <clears throat> brought me back to Sue. And Sue created artist Rise Up Los Angeles which is where I found a home in, um, in the producing team there. And we're going to talk about that. So I am very honored to introduce teacher, director, and activist, Sue Hamilton. Yay, welcome. <laughs> Are you, um, so Sue, maybe first things first. Um, what would you like to say about your, your, your background, your history, and what you're passionate about? Well, first off, thank you for having me. Delighted to be here and always honored to serve. Thank you. I approach my work in a very simple, perhaps spiritual way, uh, mm -hmm. which is to give the highest good, to serve the highest good, uh, to create work and energy that uh, welcomes in the right people. Um, so, so much of what I do is uh, really bringing people together and encouraging and empowering and inspiring people to become their absolute best selves. See, see this is yes, why. Oh, we love you because <laughs> that's everything. I, I feel I feel like we're in an era actually where every people that people are waking up, and um, <clears throat> to to not only think about what you personally love to do, but that the feeling is that you're. It sounds like you have that sense that you're connected to every other person, um, and and that what you do. Would, would you say that what you, what each person does matters in the rest of the world, whether we know it or not? Oh, I, I think absolutely. Um, I, I feel like 
especially today, um, you know, looking around and, and seeing how so much of our nation right now is really going through a lot of despair and a lot of sadness. And yes. what I hope to do in my work, and I know you do in your work, is really look to reimagine and uh, ask ourselves the question, how can we elevate uh, the consciousness of what's going on? And when I teach or direct or, uh, you know, work with the Artists Rise Up Los Angeles producers and artists, it really is all about coming together. And it really is about asking how we can serve and how we can, through our work as artists, how we can really raise the awareness of being mindful Yes. Uh, being thoughtful mm-hmm. and asking ourselves how we can contribute to the betterment of not just our nation, but the world. I'm not really interested in um, any kind of name calling or um, <laughs> putting anybody down or, Same here. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really interested in in working with people who are compelled to better who they are, to improve who they are, and to do so in a mindful way that allows people to understand that we're all here to give something. We're all here to contribute in deep, impactful ways, even if those ways feel small on a day-to-day basis. They're not right. small. And so right. what you were saying, Anana, is absolutely correct. Everything is connected. We know that. Um, it's, you know, I think we're now at a point where it's our job uh, as the messengers, if you will, mm-hmm. to share this with the world. Um, I believe that people are amazing. I think that we are <laughs> here to do something that is uh, really, really inspiring and grand on a, on a very big level. And sometimes that means starting small. Sometimes that means literally putting one foot in front of the other. Sometimes that means making a hard phone call. Uh, sometimes that means <laughs> yes. bringing together a body of people, a group of people, and saying, I see you, I see you, and I want you to see me, and let's come together and and literally put one foot in front of the other. Exactly. So beautiful. You're you're reminding me because um, we haven't talked about what happened right after November 9th, twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I was <laughs> I, I ta- I've talked to a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, but I was one of the ones, and I was even surprised at myself because of all these years of practice and the idea that. Things are going to happen. There are going to be difficulties. They're going in your life, in your life in general. There are going to be crises in the world that will affect you. But I felt so down because I thought things were going to go a certain way. <laughs> <laughs> and and again, many people around me thought so too. And there was a an almost 
an almost depression that settled over a lot of people. It was, yeah. While a lot of other people were very happy. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand that. And there were a lot of questions about why did this happen? What? Wait a minute. We thought it was going to go a whole different way. Um, but after that... I actually wanted to, as as frustrated and angry as everyone was around me, and it was in me as well, I wanted to say, but wait a minute, there are reasons for this. It So it amazes me, um, just the, again, the fact that so many people felt the same way. And it's as if everyone went away and licked wounds yeah. um, and so forth. And, and and even in, so even in asking um, why this happened, I also thought, I also thought there are good reasons for this happening. We have to learn from this. And I'm someone who believes also in the Aquarian age that there was a there was you know it's in prophecies. It's been predicted. It's a lot. It's in a lot of different thought. Um, that there would be an age that would come, um, and certainly it's the it was the end of the Piscean age, and just the very we're in the very beginnings of the Aquarian age. So that's been talked about, thought about. Um, ancient prophecies have come forward with that information, and of course there has to be a transformation. So this is where I am, but I'd like to you know it, it may you may have a different viewpoint, but in my thinking. It's like, well, there has to be a shift in consciousness, and actually something will have to happen to wake people up, make right. people more aware. Um, um, Take away complac- complacency. Complacency, yes, mm-hmm. and the, the guy in office. And again, there are... <laughs> He's difficult, but there are things that are happening with him I find surprising. Um, if there are challenges in our government, I feel that what's happening now is that those challenges, those difficulties are being pointed up. Mm-hmm. And um, the movements that are going on is, has gotten people talking. It's true. Right. And... It's brought a lot of people closer who, again, were sitting in their own mindset. And it's also caused two different sides in our, in our nation to start talking. I'm seeing that that's going on. Well, like um, I told Sue, um, we talked about this um, before, before this election. Um, I would say I wasn't political at all. I, and I, like I said, I would wear that on my sleeve. Like, I'm not political at all. <laughs> um, and then t- the gift was um, this gift, <laughs> this unwanted gift. is um, However you want to call yeah, it. <laughs> is uh, we're all waking up. We're all rising up. We're all, our eyes are open. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I got the call from Sue um, in November 2016, it was like, yep, this is it, yeah. You know what? You know what? We're uh, it's time. Yeah. Well, I think we are. We're in a time where we are being given a very unique opportunity, and and I mean that for for everyone in our mm-hmm. nation. Uh, yes. Whatever quote side you believe you're on, we're all in it together. Yes. We're family, and we are being given this opportunity to 
have our voices heard in unique ways. In terms of being an artist, I think we are being given a time of reflection. We are being given a time to have our voices heard in a way that maybe they haven't been heard in, in a long time. We are lucky. We are blessed. And anybody who comes to join us at Artists Rise Up Los Angeles or Artists Rise Up New York quickly learns that we are not there to sit around and complain. Rather, we are there to look around and say, how can I serve? How can I rise up and have my voice heard? Mm -hmm. And sometimes those voices are very similar. Uh, when we ask for creative submissions for our shows, we get some very similar material. And that's not an accident. And I find that very interesting and mm. compelling that all of these different voices that want to come together, that are aching to come together, oftentimes are saying the same thing in different ways. And to me, that's very intriguing. Mm. Very much so. I wanted to touch briefly on a past show because it's the one that I that I first saw from Arula or I don't know if you call it Arula, do you? Both. Artists Rise Up Los Angeles. Um, mm -hmm. It was E Pluribus Unum, and it was such a satisfying show because it was if it. <laughs> It, what it, it spoke for that audience, and I wish it could have gone for many, many nights, um, <laughs> traveled around the United States. It just would have been wonderful. Um, but, but what I want to say is it, it exercised almost all of the anything left unsaid within me. There were so many wonderful skits and songs, musicians, um, dancers that expressed everything I believe that was going on in all of us, um, that it was a very, very healing evening. And um, I, the my friend and I uh, were so impressed. And it felt like from what I get from Sheila Marie, it happened pretty quickly. Didn't it come together fairly quickly? In about four weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 30 acts. We had 30 different acts. Two, 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 uh, we had intermission. Mm -hmm. um, How did you get word out there to get that many people? You just had... We put well, submissions out. Go ahead, Sue. It was, yeah, it was all, it was all social media driven. Um, oh. And, uh, you know, November 9th, I woke up. November 9th, 2016, I woke up and realized that I needed to do something. And I put out a note on Facebook and said, here's where we're going to be on this date at this time. And we had many, many people who showed up. Um, I think the theater held about 40. And I think we had around maybe 50 or 60 that came out that first night. And that was just from one Facebook post that said, <laughs> You know, attention, Los Angeles artists, if you're ready to rise up, please join this, you know, this group. Uh, didn't have a name for the group, you know, kind of didn't know what what I was taking on. But 
it was one of those times in my life where a force and energy was coming through me and really guiding me to take action. I've had this happen in my life uh, a handful of times and those decisions or, you know, that energy that's, you know, that said, hey, Sue, you know, get going here um, (laughs) has happened a handful of times. And those have always been any time I have really listened, which is every time I think I've listened, I have made uh, really great choices. And again, I take only partial credit for those choices because this idea was kind of just streaming through me. And so when we gathered, we quickly decided, okay, we're going to write stuff down. We're going to create art. We're going to put it up on this one night at the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood, which seats close to 400. And I remember some some people in the room went, oh, wow, that's a lot of people. And I said, yeah, it is a lot of people, but we can do it. Uh, if If we don't do it, Who's going to do it? So right. it really was one of those uh, movements, moments, uh, experiences in time where we will never be able to capture that night again. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree it would be yes. neat to take that on the road or do, <laughs> you know, pieces and parts of it or, you know, shave this piece down and add it to this one. And I agree that could be a really neat exercise to do and I would understand doing that. Mm. But there's something really special and uh, electric about what we did that night. And, and that was in reaction to the heat, and the sadness, the anger, the fear. So that evening, E Pluribus Unum, out of many one, was really born out of this despair, fear, um, concern, uh, disbelief for what what was in front of us in our very own country. However, what we created that night was not that. Uh, we created something that was uplifting, that was uh, insightful, it, funny. Uh, we wanted to make sure that humor, of course, was part of it and that <laughs> yes. people really had their voices heard in, in unique ways. And uh, we kind of blew ourselves away to the degree that, you know, we looked around and went, that was great. You know, that, <laughs> yes. that was, that was really great. But Artists Rise Up Los Angeles gives all of its proceeds from all of its events to charity. And that first event, uh, we designated five, five charities. And that was, I believe, the right thing to do because we had a lot of uh, we had a lot of money to give. So we gave that away, and then we did another event, and that went to Southern Poverty Law Center. And then we did another event, and that one went to Planned Parenthood. And now we're doing one uh, coming up on April 14th, which is American Spring, which is in association with We the People Sacred Fools Theater Company in Los Angeles. That event is uh, taking its proceeds and giving it to the East LA Women's Center. So again, you know, it's really great to create the art. It's really great to bring people together. It's awesome to have this vision and mission that really allows people to have their voices heard. It's very inspiring 
to bring people together. And it's also really gratifying to take the proceeds and give it to an organization in need. That's my favorite, one of my favorite parts of this. It, it just brings, able to. yeah, it brings me such joy. And then, yeah. and then, um, you know, the, our guests, our audience are welcome to donate some more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that adds, yeah. Is there anything you want to tell us about American Spring itself since it's coming up? American Spring is an afternoon of spoken word and storytelling. And we put out the prompt, American Spring, to see what that would uh, generate. And we've had some really interesting, uh, deeply thoughtful submissions and I think this is going to be a very special event because it's something that we haven't done before. Mm. Uh, it's also an afternoon, so the the energy and the vibe will be different. Uh, if the weather is uh, typical Southern California weather, we will have an <laughs> outdoor uh, courtyard uh, reception that follows the show. I'm not going to share too much about the show except to no, say I that it will that. be... Uh, very um, uh, well-rounded is the word, I will say. All right. No, I understand that. That Yeah, we definitely want to see the surprises of it. It sounds very exciting. And the, yes. and the date again for that? The date for American Spring is Saturday, April 14th at 1 p.m. at the Atwater Village Theater in Atwater Village. And if people want to get tickets, where should they go? ArtistsRiseUpLA.com Which our audience should be very familiar with that since I usually end the show with that that, uh, website. Excellent. I also wanted to talk with you. You said something a little earlier that um, I really appreciated, that when an idea comes to you. I think many of us let a lot of ideas just pass us by or we go, oh, that's going to be too much work or we talk ourselves out of it in some way or another. But you said you listen. Um, What happens for you when you hear an idea, you know it's going to be something larger, it could turn into something big? Um, what, What goes on for you? That is a great question. It is very simple. It comes to me, the idea sort of presents itself to me, and I listen knowing that it's not an accident. I listen knowing that I am someone who is not afraid to do things. I'm not afraid to share ideas with people. Uh, I get excited about sharing ideas with people. And I just keep listening. And that's something that I teach a lot in my work as an acting teacher. You know, a lot of actors, young or inexperienced new actors, have this idea of what acting is. And their views are generally right. You know, whatever you think acting is, it probably is. <laughs> However, on a deeper level, acting is about one thing, listening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I believe that action is about one thing, listening. <laughs> and mm-hmm. living is about one thing, 
which is also listening. Now, once you unpack the listening suitcase, there's a lot of stuff in there, right? So there's a lot of stuff you have to do. And there are a lot of things that you need to put together and organize and not be afraid of asking people to rise up, asking people to make their voices heard, asking people what's going on for them so we can figure out how we can move forward together as artists. And when I listen to what is probably potential great change in my life, what I'm always mindful of is that it's going to be impacting other lives as well. And that truly is how I've made a lot of big decisions in my life <laughs> at the, uh, at the sort of surprise and wonderment of, uh, some of my family and friends when I was, you know, in my early twenties and early thirties. And I would announce I'm doing thus and so, and they would say, what, how, <laughs> how, how are you doing that? What, why are you doing that? What do you mean? How did, how are you going to do that? How does that, how does that happen? And, you know, the answer that I would have, which I still have is, well, we're going to get started. And there's a lot of things that are going to present themselves to me. And I will make sure that you're the first to know. Um, and again, this is not, this is, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't think this is something that um, is uncommon. But like you said, Anana, it's, it's how are we how are we as people, as beings, as human beings, as spiritual beings, how are we willing and ready to hear those messages, whether they're voices, whether they're thoughts, whether they're imprints, whether they're, you know, visions, whatever they are, mm -hmm. they come to us, they come to us. And, and I think it's our job, especially in today's world, to listen and see where it takes us. I like that. I love your I trust too. in the universe. That yeah, was that always that way, Sue? Or did um, did you come from like a very religious family? Or well, I was raised uh, Lutheran, um, but when I was, I would say, late teens, early twenties, I realized and decided that that wasn't really that didn't really represent who I was. Um, mm. But it's not that I, you know, that I don't believe or I don't agree. It just didn't feel like a true version of me. I, I am a spiritual person, yes. um, but I am, I, I can't say, oh, I'm this or I'm that because to, to me, I'm a lot of different things. Exactly. And, and I like living in the world knowing that, I can accept and be intrigued by something in someone's religion and not hold on to it or not disagree with it, but just say, oh, well, that, that's okay. That, that's an interesting theory, <laughs> right? Yes. Um, so so that's, that was my beginning. But I did grow up going to church, and, um, and you know, I credit going to church with my uh, love of theater because yeah. at a very young age, I worked with uh, people at our church who said to me, oh, you, you like to perform? 
great, put together a show and you can do it, <laughs> you know, uh, you can do it in the middle of our, our service tomorrow. Okay, great. So, you know, at the age of nine and 10 and 11, I was putting together shows and I was in them and I would direct them. And I couldn't really say at the time, oh, this is what I'm doing. I would just do it. I would just do it. And um, one of my most fun memories growing up uh, going to church was it was a summer. It was like a summer Bible program, I think. And, um, you know, there was this really cool basement uh, in this church that I went to really, really neat and uh, you know, lots of uh, coffee and donuts would, would happen <laughs> down in this basement. But there was this room where uh, it just wasn't used. It was kind of like a pass-through and people would hang their jackets in this room. And so I convinced the pastor at the time that I should start a puppet company <gasps> down there. Awesome. And I didn't know <laughs> what that meant. I just knew that it sounded fun. And so we put together a bunch of puppets and I directed puppet shows down in the basement. <laughs> of the church. And I was smart enough to create scripts that had some religious story woven <laughs> into them. And that way they would let me keep doing it. I love so it. she knows how to sell a product. So <laughs> <laughs> but I remember they were very they were very kind to Aww. me. But I remember that too as a kid. Mm -hmm. I would I would sing in a, in an instant. I would um, yeah, friends together would put together shows and figure out how to do things, um, you know, wherever we could. Um, we were living in the moment is what I really, right. I understand now. And I see so many people who come in who want so much in their lives to have, you know, they want they want a relationship or they want to move from the job they're in to an, you know, another job or career or they have a great idea, but what I hear a lot is fear, frustration, past experiences that blocked them or stopped them. I'm willing to bet right now as an acting teacher, you have some things you might want to say about that. Um, he, even though we're not talking to actors in particular, but acting lessons are life lessons. And it's spiritual. Acting right. is so spiritual. Is well, there anything you want to say about fear or what stops you? Absolutely. I think uh, one of the number one things, and we talk about this a lot in class, is the word perfectionism. Mm -hmm. And there is a deep, deep attachment in our nation, in our community, in, let's say, Los Angeles, to be perfect, right? And so if you look at the cover of a magazine, we want to look at a perfect person. Well, the problem with that is that nothing is really perfect. Exactly. Things are right. perfect in their imperfections. And yes. we know that. I think the people sitting here right now know that. Mm -hmm. yes. But in, in class, we talk a lot about not striving for perfectionism in your craft or even in your career, but working on the process and enjoying the process of what life is about. Mm -hmm. And so we have a phrase, and I say this all over the world. I teach in China a lot. I'm actually leaving oh, at yeah. the end of April to go uh, teach again 
and direct in Asia. And I teach actors, students, the same thing everywhere I go, which is this phrase, perfection is nonsense. Ooh, nice. Perfection is nonsense. Because I can watch a show and say, well, there were 18 things I didn't like, right? <laughs> right. Yes. And Sheila Marie watches the show and says, there were only four things I didn't like. Mm -hmm. And Anana watches the show and she says, it was close to perfect, <laughs> right? So right. What, I, what I like to remind my actors is that perfectionism will actually stop our growth Yes. It will actually stop us from getting up, from rising up, from making decisions, from moving forward. Why? Because, oops, I might make the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. And if I make the mm -hmm. wrong decision, these 45 things could, quote, go wrong. Well, what if they're not going to go wrong? What if you make the decision? What if you start? What if you try? And then what if you see where that process then leads you? Yes. Beautiful. Ooh, Gorgeous. so motivational. Um, I, would, I would also say to that that a lot of people fear criticism. They are, they are watching me, <laughs> and I have yes. made mistakes. I'm human. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm human. We have trouble with that. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> yeah, I find that, uh, again, beginning actors, when they're learning what a, quote, notes session is, that yes. can scare them. Yeah, yeah. But mm. again, mm. the, you know, the longer you stay in it as an actor, the more you are used to getting notes uh, from the director, getting critiqued from the teacher. But my approach is very unique because I really treat every person in the way that I believe will best serve their craft, their career, and themselves as as human beings. I'm not really interested in just saying, do it this way and it'll be perfect or do it this <laughs> way and you'll get these results because that would be false. Right. And what I like to do is really work with people one-on-one. -on -one. And when I am giving direction, when I am giving notes and, and call it criticism, if you like, it's coming from a place of discovery and curiosity Hmm. And I very rarely encounter the actor who is resistant to critique or notes. Once in a while, I will get that. But again, I'm not the kind of director who yells and screams and says, do it this way or you're oh, fired no. and all that, all that nonsense that people, you know, have seen in, in TV mm -hmm. shows or whatever. Um, right. Sure, those people exist, but we're not, we don't hold the space for those people. So, Ooh, I love that. Um, so, you know, really it, it comes down to being curious, being open, encouraging my actors and my students to really be introspective and, and come from a place of discovery when anything is reflected back to them. And that's really my role as a director and as a teacher and as a leader, just to reflect back to you what it is that will hopefully inform the next phase of your artistry, of your craft, of your career. Um, I have actually um, been dying to go audit one of her classes uh, because 
as I've as I've said, I love being in her presence. Mm. I love listening to her words. She's very inspirational, as you can hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the way she just described everything, I can just see, you know, her intuition. You follow your intuition it. so yeah. so brilliantly to teach. I love I love the trust in that she has in the universe. I love this Sue and and I'm I I I, I take what I from everything and so this is what I need in my life right now so thank you I need that and I'm going to remember this um, if I may I would like to read a quote um, that's on your website Sue um, it says Sue Hamilton is truly an actor's director encouraging all of us to perform at the top of our game and creating a fun and imaginative environment in which to work. She has a great sense of comic pace and timing and expertly guided us. She is full of energy and enthusiasm and is the most determined person I know. That quote is from Jane Lynch, mm. who I think is one of the more heartfelt <laughs> actors around you can just I can feel her presence and how she gives um, I, I would say sometimes it's almost a spiritual experience watching her perform without knowing whether or not I, and I don't know if she's a spiritual person but I really love that she wanted you to have this quote um, what a <laughs> did you how did you do you mind saying how you worked with her Sure. I first off, I I love Jane Lynch as well. She is a, a, a beautiful spirit, and she yes. really, like you said, it, it's almost like she is giving her own level of service when she is performing. Uh, she makes everybody around her feel special and important, and it's because she is just truly full of of talent and light, and one of the kindest people I've ever worked with. I was the producing artistic director for the Lily Tomlin Jane Wagner Cultural Arts Center, which is a part of the LA Gay and oh. Lesbian Center. I was there for about seven years. And uh, during my tenure there, I got to work with Jane quite a bit. Hmm. Uh, I directed a solo show of hers that also had other people in it, uh, <laughs> including including the uh, wonderful musician and, and uh, actor Laura Coyle. Um, we did a really fun, really fun show together. Oh, sister, my sister. So Jane and I, Jane Lynch and I got to work together quite a bit with, um, a handful of really wonderful shows at the Lily Tomlin, Jane Wagner Cultural Arts Center. And I actually directed her in Patricia Cotter's play, The Breakup Notebook. And that show went on to do really well, won a lot of awards. And then I took that show and I turned it into a musical. And uh, in a wonderful uh, twist, that is how I met my wife, Heidi Gott. Yay. Oh, I love Heidi. Yes. So, yes. Uh, so yeah, so that, that's a little bit of a, you know, a, a disconnected or rather uh, connected story from, how I worked with Jane Lynch and then <laughs> how I met how I met Heidi Gott. But Jane Lynch is a, a wonderful giver of of joy, and yes. she makes us laugh, and she makes us uh, you know think about things, and 
Uh, it was really uh, so kind of her to uh, say nice things about me. I accept. <laughs> I accept. And that is important. Please. I love that you do that. And then I wanted to ask. And that we all should. My goodness. Yeah. It's so hard to get people to accept a compliment. So I don't, that's wonderful. It, yes. It is. And, Open and, arms. And say, yeah, thank you. We yes. need. Yeah. And I wanted, um, Sue, if you could say your motto that I love, that you have that picture. Um, do you know which one I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah. So uh, I will I will tell you the short story of, oh, of good. how I right. how. I, how I come to the motto. Story time. So I share with my students and actors that the business of film, TV, and theater is too hard and too wonderful to not have fun. Mm -hmm. So the motto is have fun or quit. And that does not mean to give up if things get hard, that right. does not mean that, oh, gosh, it's too much work. They're never going to take me anyway. I'm probably not going to make it. All of these things that actors can do <laughs> and say to themselves. Yes. It's, it's not that. It's about taking and making the conscious effort, the conscious choice to create fun in the business. Yes. And that means from a craft perspective, and that means from... A career perspective. So what I share with my what I share with my actors and students is, we have the ability to make the choice. We have the ability to create the fun in the work. For those who are not willing to have fun, I personally think those people should quit, because mm -hmm. it's too wonderful and it's too hard. Either way you look at it, so mm -hmm. why not make the fun? Why not own the fun? Why not own the fun in the process of getting better as artists? I think, you know, a lot of people either come to L.A. or they're in L.A. and they give themselves these ultimatums. Mm. I'm going to make it by this date or I'm going, you know, or I'm going back to fill in the blank. Right. Mm -hmm. And to me, that does not honor the great part about process. So I ask people how they can how they can have fun or how they can quit. Ooh. And, Ooh. <laughs> and there are there are some people who have said to me, you know what? This is what I needed because I'm not having fun anymore. I don't look forward to it. I'm not enjoying who I am in this business. I'm going to quit. And wow. I say, good for you. Man. Rock on. <laughs> and and a couple, in a couple of instances, people have come back to me and have said, okay, I quit and I realized that I'm ready now to have fun and now I'm back in the game. Yay. Or I've had people say, I'm quitting and guess what? I've now started my own dance studio. There you go. Or I'm, or I'm going to you know, Honduras, and I'm going to start an <laughs> orphanage or whatever it is. They found but, their fun elsewhere. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And and can every day be a super fun, you know, wild ride attraction? Well, maybe not. But <laughs> but how can we create that create that joy? And it's it's always impactful when I say that to people. I always get a reaction. <laughs> oh, um, I bet. <laughs> uh, but it it truly is something that I think 
um, helps people as they really think about going out on, you know, all those auditions, mm -hmm. going to mm -hmm. network, meeting with new people, getting the headshots done, getting my material out. There's a lot. There's a lot there to is. be in this business. And and what a blessing. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're not feeling that it's a blessing, go do something else. Go do something else. And, you know, usually when I say that, people say, well, I don't want to do anything else. This is all I know. This is all I do. Great. Then how are you going to do it right. in a way that right. is positive? And can you have a crappy day? Sure, you can have a crappy day. Can you have a crappy couple of months? Sure, you can have a crappy <laughs> couple of months. You're allowed to do that. You're allowed to have all of these emotions. But at the end of the day, if you're not willing to create joy in your work, you're not willing to create fun in your work, why are you doing it? I Thank agree. you. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh my, and that's and, just great yeah. for life as it is. Yes, I may have to quote you because, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Ult ultimately, I, it, it is about joy. Mm -hmm. Every 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 solution has to have joy and passion and love in it. So uh, that's spectacular. Thank you very much. Um, and then now's my favorite. I've been waiting for this. And Nana's going to pull a card for you, Sue. Wonderful. All right. So I am shuffling cards right now. Have you ever had a tarot reading? I'm only pulling one or maybe yes. two. It all depends. So you Whatever have. Whatever spirit oh, says, okay. yeah. Right. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, in fact, I was, uh, I was trying to introduce you two at some point. Ooh. There we go. Ooh. I'm using what I call my grandmother deck here. Um, this has a different kind of energy to it. Ah, well, the, you know what? This would make a lot of sense. So you have gotten the temperance card. And um, temperance has to do with there's a there's a healing angel here who places one foot in the water and one foot on earth and says we have to balance everything out or it brings to the awareness that perhaps you are in a process of rebalancing or regrouping and that would be something that anyone would do anytime they start a new project, anytime you're at the end of a project or a cycle, um, at the, you know, you're, you're putting ideas together and you know that something is out of balance or you need to find an equilibrium before you can envision where you're going what you want to do, and then go forward from there. It definitely, mm. so I started to say this earlier, it speaks to a new path ahead. And mm -hmm. the path in the cards often, in this card, in temperance, often has a crown rising with the sun. So you want to know that you're just in your power. And you're right, not in your perfection, um, that you have the elements, all the elements working for you, and water is emotion and the earth is groundedness, but water is also creativity. So you have your creativity with you. You don't know what's going to happen next, but um, you're willing to go on the path. And if you have to regroup and um, find your way 
as you go forward, you know, you may have to do that again and again and again as you continue on a pathway. So again, life path possibly. Um, oh, if you want to hold that up. Yes, thank you. Okay. So life path possibly, um, relationship, um, I'm, I'm just putting the general terms out is whatever applies to you is what's mm-hmm. accurate. Um, and in, in, in your work and projects, mm-hmm. temperance right now is the important thing. So I love this. Thank you for pulling that card for me. I, um, everything that you're saying, Anana, is really speaking to me in, in not just a, oh, it's coming way, but has been unfolding way. About a year ago, I decided to leave a very big full-time career at the Walt Disney Company. And the reason I made that decision was uh, multifaceted, but I would say at the core of it was I needed to get back to who I am Yes. And I needed to embrace all of the aspects of me. So it was really my taking a risk and saying, I want to give to the world the best version of myself. Hmm. And I started asking myself, who and what needs me, who and what is going to be improved by my contribution and my energy. And what that has led me to is expanding my acting studio, taking actor training programs around the world, and Mm -hmm. also being able to create more with Artists Rise Up Los Angeles. And what I'm finding by making all of these uh, decisions is that I'm able to bring more of who I am uh, to the table. And in a spiritual way, I'm able to give more. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what's also wonderful about this is that uh I love Disney. I love the people at Disney. I -hmm. love ABC television. I love the people at ABC television. Mm -hmm. And now I'm still working for uh, the company, but I'm working for the company in, I think, a way that works more for my life and uh, for the betterment of those companies. And again, really asking myself, who am I? How can Mm -hmm. I serve? And how am I going to do this in a way that's that's truly impactful? I will say that my uh, leaving my role at Disney a year ago was done with the support of my wife, Heidi Gott, and yes. my daughter, Shia Hamilton Sumner, mm-hmm. and um, many family and uh, and friends and and uh, people who really support my vision mm-hmm. in a much broader, way. And so the card that you that you choose makes so much sense to me because <laughs> I, I feel like I am uh, I am truly on on a path that makes sense for me and for my family. And it, it, that card actually does even speak to having a, 
a support, checking your support system and having a support system behind you when you make changes and major ones, particularly. Mm-hmm. Wonderful oh, trust. That was pretty inspirational, right there. <laughs> Did uh, and then. Um, So we wanted to ask, did you have anything? We usually either have a meditation or if there's an inspirational quote or something to share. Did you have something or um, was there something that you wanted to share? Well, I will share that I've recently been um, introduced to the work of Paul Selig and the guides. Ooh. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with his work, but he wrote, uh, is writing a series of books that are, um, basically, um, you know, spoken to him, uh, from the guides and, higher, um, higher guides who have spoken to him and given him messages. Yes. Yes. Ooh, yes. Wow. yes. Um, but I, I, I offer this today, uh, not just for you, but also for the listeners, uh, his first book is called I Am the Word, and it's yeah. truly, truly powerful work. And I've been reading a lot of the uh, a lot of his books and uh, and am really inspired by looking at things in a slightly different way. And that's, again, something that I'm always interested in doing is looking at things from a different lens Yes. Um, never holding on so tightly to one vision or one way of thinking, but always being open to expansion and new thought and and new ways of of living and breathing and and moving throughout this life. Thank Beautiful. you. That was very inspirational too. Thank you Beautiful. so much. Thank so, Miss Sue Hamilton, what? Um, how can people reach you? They can reach me at suehamiltonstudio.com or on Instagram at suehamiltonstudio or visiting the Artists Rise Up LA website, which is artistsriseupla.com. And the show coming up is April 14th for Artists Rise Up Los Angeles. And if they go to the website, they can see all our upcoming shows and events that we have throughout the year. And, um, just get to know us a little bit more too so thank you sue and inana do you have some um i would like to share just two things um i've been holding i and a friend of mine francine ong have been holding um channeling evenings because part of the work that i do also is about spirit guides and the messages that they bring and that they are here for all of us not just Mm -hmm. you know the they're, they're, most messages from spirit guides, it's not just that they're there for the individual, but those messages often are for everyone present mm-hmm. um, right. anytime you hear the spirit guides. So um, we have one coming up on um, Friday, April 27th, 7 p.m. at Golden Soul in Los Feliz. Um, for more information, you and and. To learn about me, too, you can go to inanamoon.com. That's I-N-A-N-N-A moon.com. 
And um, one other thing is I've, I'm in the process of putting together a tarot beginners class. Um, it's called A Soul's Journey. And that will start, and it's an online class, so you don't have to be there for every class because you will get the sessions at the end of the class um, so that you can go over them, watch, listen to them again. Um, but I'm starting that on April 17th, and it's going to be with um, Zoom, the application <laughs> Zoom. And I'm all excited because that's my first time using it. So, <laughs> And then you also have um, in the summer? In the summer, I am going to be teaching a class at Lilydale Assembly in upstate New York. Uh, that will be on July 3rd. It's an afternoon class, and it's on using your chakras. I'm also a yoga teacher, kundalini yoga teacher, and so I will be um, teaching this class on how to use your chakras in your, for intuitive development and for mediumship. Perfect. And for me, you can find out what I'm doing. And I happen to be doing artistriseuplosangeles.com. So you can check that out. Um, Sue Hamilton, thank you so much for being here with us. I appreciate you. And I know our listeners um, will have learned so much from you. Thank you. Thank you. We need That's more been my pleasure. <laughs> we need more people like you in the world. Um, I've loved every example you've given us today to become more, more present and to, to um, find more joy. This, is, this has been wonderful. Thank you. The joy. I also want to thank um, David Shostak for his music that leads us in and leads us out. Um, and I want to thank you all for joining us in Cruising in the Light and Shadow. This is Anana Moon. And I'm Sheila Keecha-Marie, reminding you that love is everywhere. Our lives touch everyone and everything. So please go forth in love. Om Shanti. <laughs>